You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Jeffrey, welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. I hope you're doing well. What can I answer for you today? I'm doing great. Um, I'm an incoming senior at Emory University. I'm pre-med. And okay. my question for you today is how do you deal with imposter syndrome? Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm involved in quite a bit at my university. And, uh, but everybody's experiences are so different. They're so diverse. And sometimes it feels like uh, what you're doing isn't enough compared to other amazing students. Yeah. I think that's the, the key word that you used right there is at the end is compared to. Right. right. If you compare yourself along this journey to everyone else, you are going to feel inadequate the whole way. And there, there's a famous Oprah quote that I've been using a lot lately, and it's put on your blinders and run your own race. When you are applying to medical school, yes, everyone else is applying as well, and you are theoretically competing against them, but I say it all the time. When you look at the stats, when you look at the numbers, you see who's applying to medical school. You see who's getting in, who's not getting in. The students who aren't getting in are are not getting in because of very big red flags in their application. Their MCAT score is terrible, their GPA is terrible, they have no clinical experience, or they're horrible interviewers. And there are a a subset of those who aren't getting in that, yes, they have a good enough GPA, good enough MCAT score, their interview was good enough, but maybe they applied to the wrong schools, and so they didn't get in because of that. But if you are going through this process, comparing yourself to everyone else, you are going to get distracted from your core mission, which is being the best that you can be every single day, being better than yourself today than you were yesterday. That is your only goal in this process. So when you're taking your test, you want to beat your last test. You don't want to beat your classmates because them getting an A doesn't affect you getting an A as well. And I know lots of people are going to comment, but classes curve and schools curve, and so it does affect me. It doesn't, right? If you score 100%, you're going to get 100%, right? That's just the way it is. So, and and I'll tell you, right, the imposter syndrome, right. it's real. <laughs> it it never goes away. So you're, you're having imposter syndrome now as a fourth-year pre-med, Wait till you are a first-year medical student and you're sitting with people who are like former professional athletes and and other amazing people that have done amazing things. You're like, oh, like I got into med school with you. Like maybe I'm not supposed to be here. And then and then you start third year and you're in the hospital and you're like, oh, like I'm in the hospital now. I'm taking care of patients. I'm not smart enough to do this. Like, look at these amazing physicians and interns and residents. Oh my God, they know every single prescription out there. They don't even have to look it up. I'm stupid. I, right? It just, it never, ever ends. And so at some point, you just have to realize that it's okay to have those thoughts, but also fight back those thoughts with thoughts of, you know what? I'm supposed to be here. I've worked my butt off to be here, and I prove every single day that I'm meant to be here. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So for you, 
you, you talked about kind of comparing yourself to others. What is it about uh, talking to other students, uh, talking to pre-med advisors, going on Student Doctor Network, Reddit, wherever? What, do, what are you seeing? What are you hearing that you're like, oh, that's not, that's not good? Um, well, I try to avoid student doctor network. I think that place <laughs> Good man. <is> kinda, <laughs> but um, just seeing like my friends getting into medical school, mm-hmm. uh, like just in general, uh, yeah. people from Emory, people from other places getting into medical school, things like yeah. that. Um, they, they're doing very high quality research. Mm-hmm. I've been involved in research since my freshman year summer. So it's not, it's not like I don't have research experience. Yeah. Um, but it's never gotten to a level where I was able to be published or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just recently starting to get clinical experience shadowing things like that. So, yeah. um, and in addition to that, I feel like, uh, especially in my science courses, my grades have been declining just a little bit. Uh, why do you think that is? Com- um, uh, there's a, tr- there was a transition. Uh, I, uh, started my junior year off uh, my first semester with uh, three science classes when every semester before I've never taken more than one. Okay. Um, and uh, I didn't know this at the time, but it also ended up being the three hardest classes. At, like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, so my GPA took a little bit of a dip. Okay. Uh, I was able to bring it up a little bit uh, this past semester, Good. but it's not where I would like it to be. Yeah. Uh, um, so. I'm optimistic for senior year. I think um, I'm going to be taking a couple more of those upper level sciences. And, okay. Um, I am. Uh, I have a better study plan, a better study schedule. Yeah. And I think I'm optimistic that I'll perform well. And so you said you just recently started getting some clinical experience. You're an yes, incoming sir. fourth year senior. Yes, sir. Are you going through the application process right now as we're recording this? No, or are you going to take a gap year? I am taking a gap year. Okay. Okay. And why um, are you taking the gap year? Uh, I, I, I was a little bit behind on classes. Okay. Uh, or so I thought at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have, I'm studying for the MCAT right now. I'm taking August 30th. Okay. Um, and I thought that would be a little bit late for yeah. this application process. Yep. Um, and I haven't taken biochem yet, but uh, our Emory's chemistry curriculum is a little structured in a way where um, we're actually learning biochem for our fourth year of a uh, fourth semester of chemistry. Okay. As opposed to organic. And we learn all of organic in one semester. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is a terrible policy. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they think it's innovative. So, um, uh, I, I feel like I have a strong enough biochemistry background to where I can take the MCAT and mm-hmm. do okay. Yeah. Um, I took my first practice full length, um, Last week I got a final six. That's awesome. Uh, it's not. It's not bad. It's not great for your um, first full length. That's a great yeah, score. I think. Yeah, I think it's not too bad. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to aim for uh, at least a five fifteen uh, for okay. myself. And why are you yes, shooting so. for a five fifteen? Uh, uh, to make up for a uh, a, a less a lesser GPA, if you will, okay. average GPA. Okay. Um, and also just the fact that I think I can do it. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. for it. Shoot for the moon. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Right? Shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Still still pretty amazing. Okay. So taking a gap year, what are your plans for your gap year? Um, I already actually received a job offer okay. as a clinical researcher. Uh, it's for a uh, 
clinical study uh, yeah. in the ER department uh, here in Houston. Awesome. Um, what I want to do, though, uh, and I've been trying to do this for my entire undergraduate and high school career, if you will, uh, is just to like diversify my experiences a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, Houston's great, but I've lived here my entire life. Um, yeah. And I kind of want to just experience another city for my gap year. Yeah. I am a Texas resident. I'm applying. Uh, my dream schools are going to be Texas schools just because of tuition and uh, proximity to home, things yeah. like that. And great culture, of course. Of course. Um, but uh, I kind of, in that gap year, I want to experience something different. Okay. So, uh, I'm exploring different options right now. Okay. Um, and the yeah. clinical research position is in Houston, where you are now? Yes, sir. It's okay. in the Texas Medical Center. Okay. Uh, and it's and it's affiliated with uh, the medical school that I actually do want to go to, uh, McGovern Medical School. Yeah. So uh, TMB. I, I think if I, I mean, there's no bad option, but, uh, it, and it's a great option if I, if I want to get into McGovern, in my opinion, but okay. I do want to diversify my experience. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Awesome. It, I, I just, going back to that imposter syndrome part, yeah. it's just, I haven't stuck with a lab for more than a year. Okay. But, uh, it's, uh, is that because you get bored or they fire you because <laughs> you're, you, you suck uh, or why is that? Yeah. So for <laughs> my first year, uh, it's because of location. Okay. So my first, first year of research, uh, it was great. It was an amazing experience. We got to develop our own project. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of great experience, uh, in terms of independent research and, uh, uh, developing your own project, which I feel like a lot of undergrads don't get that opportunity to, yeah. uh, because they're stuck with bench work, stuff like that. Um, my, uh, this past year I've been doing research, um, with a lab, uh, it was kind of a toxic environment. Um, there wasn't a lot of great communication, uh, improved throughout the year, Okay, but, uh, it, uh, I don't think the lab is a great fit for me. Okay. Um, and and I would have loved to do my uh, honors thesis with them, my senior honors thesis with them. But okay. uh, I, I just, I, I didn't feel like that environment was good for me. Um, and I didn't feel like the people in that lab mesh well with my personality and my work ethic. Okay. Um, and there wasn't all of communication. So yeah. this next year I'm starting in a new lab. Um, so it's just, jumping around in experiences and then the experience before all, both of those was just uh, a summer research position okay um, and I did great work uh, it, uh, but it, location once again uh, yeah. Kind of that. yeah so so ultimately what's gonna happen when you have that sort of record is you're going to have to explain what's going on right of, of why Jeffrey, did you leave this lab after a year? Why did you leave this one after a year? Why did you leave this one after a year? Right. The the question I have was it was it because of something else or did you suck? Right. Did they fire you? Uh, and they're they're gonna want to know that. And so, really, what's gonna happen is you're just going to have to explain, like you just did with me. Uh, I would potentially avoid talking about you know what they sucked. It was a toxic environment because then you're placing blame. Uh, so just find ways to explain the transitions that where you take ownership, whether it just wasn't a good fit, whether you had a better opportunity somewhere else. Uh, there's lots of ways to uh, explain why you needed to change. It's just anything in your application for, for anyone watching and listening, um, you just need to be able to explain why, right? What, yes, what is this potential 
thing that I see, this potential red flag, uh, explain to me why it is there. And if you can explain it, if you have a reason for it, and it's it's not blaming someone else or uh, right. Uh, whatever, right? It, that's exactly where you want to go with, with the application, with interviews, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another reason is just uh, so I can get this different exposure to methods, things yeah. like that. Um, I actually did want to ask you, uh, yeah. this upcoming semester, I'm taking a, a research methods course. Okay. Um, it's an application-based course. There's only like 10 people in it and stuff like that. Um, I got accepted into it, okay. but it kind of conflicts with research. It limits my hours with okay. the research lab I'm going to be involved in. Yep. Um, and although I think, and it's, it's got to a point where it's like, I have to choose between one or the other, yeah. uh, or else I won't be able to get enough hours into lab. Um, I, I really want to do research. I'm both, both things are equally great in my opinion. Yeah. It's just like, I, I feel like, um, I really want to do research, Okay. but at the same time, a research methods lab where they teach you about different methods, um, and it's that entire thing about me where it's like I try to be holistic and yep. try to increase my experiences, yep. things like that. Um, it, it's kind of a dilemma for me uh, where I have to just kind of like decide yeah. between the two, but they're both great options. So so is the question the, – the typical pre-med question is which one will be better on the application, right? Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's, kind of <laughs> that's, that's always the question. Uh, and, and I always kick it back to you, right? What – what do you want to do in in your heart of hearts? Which one do you think you'll a personally get the most out of, uh, but b enjoy the most? Right. Um. I it's hard. It's hard. Um, because both of them, I think they're great. This mm-hmm. new lab I'm starting at, it's a neurology lab. It's at a hospital that is. Uh, closely affiliated with Emory and um, it's uh, both of them are really just uh, uh, they're really close with one another so it's like if you work at Grady or you volunteer at Grady then you have a higher acceptance rate to Emory just because they like seeing that experience yep Uh, and from from the medical school admissions panels that have been to that have involved them and other students have gotten in it's kind of like along that same line yeah. Um, so I think in terms of if I, if I want to get into Emory med, then that'll be a better fit. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of getting more experience in different lab methods that I might potentially be using later on in my career, um, and getting that exposure, I think the class will be a great fit because, uh, the class, it's just like, uh, every week you're visiting a different lab. You're kind of shadowing the research assistants mm-hmm. and the research associates uh, doing their job and doing the yeah. different methods. You know, it's so. it's it's funny to me. Uh, I think about um, I think about entrepreneurship. Right? What is the best way to learn entrepreneurship? Is it going to sit in a classroom and and being lectured by someone who's never started a business about how to start a business, or is it to go out and start a business? Um, the research methods to me sounds like an entrepreneurship class when you could be in a lab doing research instead of going from lab to lab to lab going, Ooh, look, this is how this person does research. And Ooh, look, this is how this person does research. You've already been in several labs as it is now. So you've had exposure to multiple PIs, uh, multiple lab teams. So 
the more you talked, the more I was like, the the research methods class to me is great for someone who hasn't been in a lab, who hasn't d- done research, and uh, you've done all of that. So it yes, doesn't sir. sound like it will be as big of a takeaway for you because you've, you've already gotten your feet wet with everything. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's like another, I guess, added uh, just scope into it is just um, a GPA boost, if you will. Yeah, uh, in if you need to, it. Uh, I mean, my GPA is at a 3.58 right now. Okay. Uh, science is at a 3.5. So okay. It's, it's about it's average, not, right? Yeah, I mean, lower yeah, than average, average for, for applicants. Yeah. But it's like uh, matriculates are usually, is usually around like a 3.7. Right? Yep. So, yep. Um, I kind of want to bring it up a little bit, see like that little bit of upward trend. Yep. This is a higher upper level bio course. Yep. So um, uh, I, I was just. Yeah. So, so I mean, if that's, if that's the reason why, go for it. Yes, that sounds like it might be an easy A for you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. If you want help with the MCAT, go check out the MCAT podcast at the MCAT podcast.com. 